the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. As always here on the Max Out Savings Show, we are a live show here in Houston, Texas. We've been on for over 10 years talking about saving investments, about building up wealth for retirement and understanding uh, the world the world is going and and how you can sort of protect yourself in these very uncertain times. Our motto and our philosophy is really all about to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We got a lot to talk about on the show today. We're going to be talking about retirement, talking about working after, uh, working later, retirees are working later. We're going to talk about the markets, what's going on with the market. We'll touch on Washington, which is always, uh, you know, a uh, a soap opera. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, here we are, and it's uh, it's uh, you know where where do we start here? Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to 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 really touch base with with what is the uh, you know what where, where I mean just really so much. Ah, the this week in Washington, it was it was very disappointing with the the health care bill. We're still working through that in order to restructure the country. Uh, we're, we're going to have to have the, a health care bill passed. Uh, and uh, this week, that was sort of shot down by John McCain, who gets off, off his deathbed to stab Obama, uh, the Republicans, and Trump in the back. And, uh, you know, now we're stuck with health care. We're still trying to figure out what to, I, I don't think that's over with yet. Uh, the, uh, I, I, I think. I, I think we're still going to go through this. Uh, what we're looking at is basically uh, four big things. Uh, Health care, tax reform, and uh, getting the money back from overseas and also really infrastructure spending and, uh, and regulation. It really, those are the big ones. And we've got to get some of these things through in order to they really wanted to get health care through so they could use some of the savings they got from there uh, on the particularly the the uh, the uh, health care Obamacare taxes they could use elsewhere in the budget to cut taxes for the middle class. Uh, and it didn't quite happen. Now they're going to move forward with the middle class tax cut with with tax reform. The question is, are we going to get tax cuts or tax reform? We desperately need to reform our tax system in this country, and it uh, hopefully we'll get something done. We we I think we're really moving along quite well in deregulation. I I think I think what you're not hearing about 
uh, in the Trump administration is, is is all of these cabinet secretaries are working very diligently to work to deregulate and streamline regulation in the economy. I think that's going to be very bullish over the long term. Uh, I, I think the we've got to come up with a tax program that can there's two trillion dollars of money overseas held by corporations. The United States is one of the few countries in the world that that will that will tax you on your overseas earnings. Most countries won't. And so if, for instance, if 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 a company's producing a lot of things in Ireland with a 20 percent tax rate and their tax rate in the United States is 15 at 35 percent, then they're going to have to pay a 15 percent tax to bring any money they made in Ireland back. And most of these multinational companies who run around the, uh, the the Capitol Hill with the flags draped around their shoulders have really moved a lot of a lot of businesses overseas for tax purposes and cheaper manufacturing, uh, and 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 they and, and they'd like to bring the money back here, but they can't, and, and so because they don't want to pay the taxes. So if we can get something done there, that'll be a good thing. What we want is we want the United States to be the low cost, low manufacturing. Uh, place on the planet so it creates jobs. And one thing that's not talked about is we're one of the lowest pollution. We produce things with less pollution than anywhere anywhere else on the planet except maybe Europe. And, And one of the really disheartening things, I think, if you're an American citizen, <clears throat> particularly if you're a working person in the United States as America, is how other countries have very shrewdly, with the help of lobbyists in Washington, D.C., framed, they have framed the argument, they framed the 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 situation, so the United States is always the bad guy. To give you an example, global warming. Now that turned out it was we're not warming, so they change it to climate change. And then they ask people, "Is do you believe in climate change?" You're like, "Well, it might rain tomorrow. It's sunny today, so yeah." But and they're talking about CO two emissions, and and CO two emissions are one thing we use more energy because we have so much ex, so much energy in the United States with oil and everything else, and we're so. Uh, efficient at everything, and we have such a lifestyle that we use a lot of energy. So what China and Europe has very shrewdly done is they have said CO2 emissions have gone up, and that's causing uh, climate change, and that's killing off the world. And and you go, well, what about China? You know, look at what about where we have the biggest trade deficits in the world. We're importing products overseas being made in overseas countries that use huge amounts of water that pollute, that use huge amounts of air pollution that pollute, that spread uh, toxic, that spread heavy metals throughout the country. In some countries, China, for instance, at least 15 to 20 percent of the of the farmland in China is polluted with heavy metals and toxins. Pretty about fifteen percent is severely polluted. Well, you know, no one talks about that. China Chinese pollution accounts for I forgot the number somewhere between fifteen and nineteen percent of the pollution in San Francisco, California. At times, you don't hear anything about that because that's not convenient to the narrative put forth by the Washington by the by the media people in this country and the lobbyists in this country against the American people. You don't hear about that. Instead, all you hear about is we're destroying the planet with our lifestyle. That's all you hear about. And so, and why is that? Why is the media complicit in this? I'll tell you why. CNN, MSNBC, Comcast Communications, 
Time Warner, and the rest of them, uh, the New York Times, the Washington, all of these companies are trying to do business in China. If they say anything negative about China, they're going to get shut out from China. So they will sit there and trash the United States of America, trash the working people in this country, trash the lifestyle of the American people, and they won't say a damn thing about the pollution coming out of China because they simply all they care about is trying to get into China, and they've thrown the American people over the side. And the American people have gotten wise to their actions. Can I, I can't say damn. Okay. Uh, they, the, uh, they, they, they can't. Uh, they have gotten wise to their actions, and they understand who these people are. They understand that they're coming after their lifestyle, their future, and their, their children's future in, in, in trying to take it away from them. And and so what's happened is is we're seeing somewhat of a revolution, a pushback in the country. That's why we have Donald Trump in there. You know, Donald Trump's not the best candidate in the world. <laughs> Everyone, you know, even his supporters sometimes just throw their hands up in the air with some of the stuff he does. But deep down, they know he's willing to fight for the American people. They know he's willing to fight for the working people. And they know above all else, he believes the United States is the greatest place in the world. And he's going to try to fight to keep it that way. And that's why he has such tremendous core support in the country. And so what we need to understand is, is we need to build a country that we create jobs in the United States of America for working people. We create a future for our children and our grandchildren where we where we have a higher standard of living, where we pollute the planet less, where, where we where we use our our resources efficiently. Texas, Texas has one of the highest efficient. People love to make fun of the state of Texas. We're all a bunch of rednecks or oh, we're conservatives. Uh, you know, which means we're a bunch of racist, polluting, this planet-destroying people here in Texas. Look at the numbers. Houston, Texas is the most international city in the United States of America for a major city. I'm going to repeat that. Houston is the most internationally diverse city in the United States of America for a major city. Texas has the, probably among the largest uh, amount of renewables of, of uh, for electricity of any state in in the union. It's one of the highest. Uh, our, we get huge amounts of from uh, from wind wind uh, production of electricity, renewable wind production. So we're very friendly to the planet. Up and down the ship channel, our our factories produce all types of chemicals that are toxic, and they do it in a clean, environmentally sensitive way and we need those chemicals for the lifestyle that the people of of the planet depend on on a clean environmentally friendly way do we get any credit for that Nuh-uh. they think we're a bunch of polluting redneck neanderthals who are out to destroy the planet and that's not the case if you look at it and it's time that this the people start pointing that out i saw a story the other day about sorry about this rant but really on the oceans uh, the, the reefs in Australia are are being destroyed by global warming. Now, if you go all over the world, there's coral. There's some corals even in Antarctica. So how can global warming being destroyed the whole Great Barrier Reef? Maybe it's possible because of all the chemicals being dumped in the ocean by China and Southeast Asia. Take a look at the tremendous pollution of that. I've been to China. Uh, it, it's so it's like walking around in a fog in Beijing in, a, in, in there. I've, I've seen it. It's horrible. I've been to Shanghai. If you look at the river there, oh, my God, if you fall in, you might not, you know, you, your skin will probably be falling out. 
all, tremendous pollution coming in from these countries, and they're destroying the planet, and nobody says anything about it. And we, it's about time we put a border adjustment tax in place to stop the pollution. Why should, why should American people be purchasing products coming out of countries that are polluting the planet and destroying the planet? 20% of the world's oxygen is produced out of out of the uh, out of the rainforest in Amazon, which are being destroyed every day to put in cattle ranches and soybean operations and uh, renewable sugar cane for renewable products. Twenty percent of the world's world's oxygen. Well, if you look at a plant, plant life uses CO two, which they convert CO two into oxygen. Okay, so what's happening is maybe CO2 is rising because we're destroying the plant life all over the planet. No one gives any thought to that. Again, because there's no money involved and you can't attack the United States of America. The American people need to open their eyes up and to see see the world as it is. We need to, it, going forward, we're going to have a country in a world where we can use robotics, artificial intelligence, in our knowledge to build a better place. Now, naysayers will say, well, that doesn't mean there's going to be any jobs or anything. Well, if labor isn't in such a important component, then why isn't everything being manufactured back in the United States since that's not as big a problem and it's less polluting? And we should start taking a look at pollution overseas to see what we can do about it. And it's time that we set up a country so we have the best, we continue, we continue to have the best standard of living in the world and everybody wants to come to, but we have to monitor who comes into the United States and see that they're going to be a support and a value to the United States of America. We can't let everybody come in. We have two ways to look at the world and we'll come up in a quick break and we're going to get into savings investments in just in a minute. Forgive me for this today. Two ways to look at the world. We can go look. What we can do is take the standard of living in the people of the United States and their future down to the rest of the world, to the people in Europe, South America, Africa, Southeast Asia. Some of those places, if you've been to places in South America, it's a pretty crappy standard of living. Now, we can be they, we can take our standard of living down there, or we can say we're going to raise our standard of living, and then we're going to work in other countries to boost their standard of living, but we're not going to let them all come here and take down, and we're not going to put rules in place to take down our standard of living to bring us down to where other people live in in basic slums around the world, and there's a few wealthy people. And that's what we're fighting for in the United States of America today. We're fighting for our future. We're fighting for the planet's future. And we're, and we're fighting, are we going to be the leader of the world? Are we going to listen to pompous jackasses like Fareed Zakarias? No, no. <laughs> Fareed Zakarias, uh, who at CNN, who claims this is the post-United States world. And, and you got to ask yourself, you know, who are these people and, and, and what are they? I tell you what, we're going to be right back at this quick. We're going to be talking about savings and investments in the markets. I promise. Right th- this right after this quick break in the Max Out Savings Show. I've been driving about six hours trying to reach that Arkansas line. It's If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We are talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, and uh, a couple other things we want to, a lot happening in the markets. Look, a little earlier we are talking about the importance of understanding how the arguments are being framed in the world and understand that we have to quit let, letting other people frame the global arguments in their favor and we need it to be framed in our favor. And and I, what the, these media organizations in New York are are, are are way too much of the influence of foreign organizations where they are frightened to say anything about other countries, because particularly China, because they're worried that uh, that that uh, that China is going to kick them out of China. This is why it's so easy to go beat up on Russia all the time. You know, it's like really. Uh, the uh, a lot happening in the markets this week. It was up and down. I mean, the Obamacare was a was was a big. We started the show talking about Obamacare. Uh, that was a big loss, I, and I, I don't think it's over yet. I think they're going to come back with something. But what's happening is is the rally so far has been built up on Trump doing something. In Trump is not is 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 accomplishing a huge amount with deregulation, executive orders, and different things like that, that 71% drop in immigration along the borders. I mean, these are good numbers. But Congress, uh, the, the, the Congress is, is, is the House of Representatives in the Senate. If you talk to the congressmen, they're re- becoming increasingly frustrated with the Senate. And typically, you don't see these, these two groups 
sniping at each other. They try to basic, but they, they're pretty frustrated. They do all this work in the House of Representatives, and the Senate comes up and is unable to accomplish anything. In fairness to the senators, they only have a 51%. They have about it's 52, 52 votes. Uh, we have 52, uh, and I, I think the Democrats have 48. And Look, you're going to have to pull together, and you're going to have to get something done. We have the worst approval of 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 political appointees by the Senate in probably a hundred years, uh, we, which means we have huge amounts of our government don't have leaders in place because the Senate is basically unable to accomplish anything. My opinion of the Senate is these Republicans, if they can't get anything done in the Senate, then they should all resign in mass and let's have new elections. I'm sorry, even if we lose the Senate. Uh, look, if, if if we ha- if we have the Senate and we can't accomplish anything, what good does it do? In, in my opinion, if if you cannot accomplish anything, then 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 you should resign. And particularly, some of these moderates should flat out resign. In my opinion, or you know, I I think if we lose the even if we lose the Senate next time we get it, we'll realize what we have, and then we we have to pass something, and hopefully. All the pressure that's being put on them will light a fire. We have to get some type of, of, of tax bill, some type of budget passed. We have a, a debt ceiling coming up. And if if you look, if you and how this affects the stock market and how this affects your retirement is, if you look at the at the at the T bill rates going into October, they're starting to move up very dramatically because people are worried about a government <laughs> shutdown, which is. Uh, you know, my opinion is, what difference does that make? But uh, uh, the that so there's real concern coming into the fall that we have gridlock. We can't get a tax bill done. We can't get an infrastructure bill done. We can't get a debt ceiling increase, which means we're gonna we're gonna have a, a really poor GDP growth. If you look at our most recent GDP growth, it came at two point six percent, which was less than expected. And and it's we're really starting to see cracks in the economy right now. A, a couple things: auto sales are not where they are. They're not doing well. Retail, uh, to say retail sales uh, and retailers are doing poorly is is an insult to poor. I mean, it, it, it's 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 a, they call it a retail apocalypse. There's so many. There could be ten thousand retail stores closed this year. Part of it is Amazon, but part of it is also spending slowdown. People don't have the money. Obamacare costs are skyrocketing on them, and and and, and so they're having to cut back elsewhere. McDonald's reported a, a, a good number, great number, and the stock went up. Well, why did it? Because you can go to McDonald's and get a double cheeseburger and a small fry for two fifty, and then get a dollar Coke and you've eaten for three fifty. I did that. It's pretty cheap, you know. Uh, the but. If I can do that versus going to another place and paying ten or twelve dollars, it's a big a big savings. And if people can't afford the higher end, they're going to go down to McDonald's. So the fact that McDonald's produced well is not as big a positive as people realize. And if you look at uh, at uh, oil, we've had a lot of cutbacks in oil. Oil's getting back to fifty, which is fortunate because it's been really tough on oil. The rest of the world has assured us that we'll no longer need to use energy. We're going to all have electric cars. Although the problem, what they've never made the connection with electric cars is you have to use something called electricity. And and there's basically, you produce electricity either through solar, which there's really not much of, uh, wind power, gas, natural gas, or coal, or or nuclear. And so if you hate nuclear, if you hate coal, if you hate natural gas, you know, 
it it, it really puts you're going to have to produce a lot more electricity for those cars. So it, it, it and I'd like to see some efficiency numbers, but that for another show. Uh, but so oil's not doing well. Retailing's doing poorly. Uh, the uh, retail's doing poorly, and also autos are doing poorly. So and restaurants are doing poorly. So a lot of chunk of the consumer is really starting to slow down. A couple of weeks ago, the Fed became much more dovish. We had the, the Fed meeting this week. They were very dovish, it, which which is that's kind of a fancy in the business way to say that they're probably not going to raise rates. That means they think the economy is not doing well because there's so much uncertainty coming out of Washington. Put that against the backdrop of sky high stock prices. We have record uh, uh price to sales of stock prices we have extremely high the only time we've seen uh, uh the case shiller numbers this high was 1929 uh around 1987 they got higher in in 1999 with the tech bubble but the very high look, price to cash flow numbers extremely high corporate debt has risen dramatically since since the since the financial crisis in 2008 in the uh, 2008 the, the the closest analogy to 2008 was 1929 in 1929 into 1930 and 40 corporate debt went down in this this time around the corporate debt has gone up and they've purchased through stock buybacks, which has pushed the market up, they're coming up against what these companies can borrow. It, you know, they're, they're going to become concerned because if they borrow more and interest rates go up, they're going to have trouble. So, the problem we have right now is we have an extremely expensive stock market. We have deteriorating fundamentals. We have a Federal Reserve which is raising rates up now, and uh, the. Number one correlation to the stock market in the last 15 years has been quantitative easing programs. And the Fed's talking about, which means when the Fed does quantitative easing, the markets go up. When it quits, it, they go flat or they go down. It, it, that's, it's not earnings. It's not people buying stocks in the market. Uh, it's nothing like that. It's Federal Reserve money. And that's starting to come away. So people are concerned. And if you listen closely to what the really wealthy people in this country are saying, I'm not talking about the CEO that got a bunch of stock options and did well, but if you talk about the guys that made it, that built things themselves, that managed money themselves, that really built up huge fortunes, these guys are very nervous and very concerned about the world today. They're increasingly moving to cash. They're purchasing gold and silver. They're purchasing land. And and they're concerned about something. The guys that, that really at the top of the pyramid are the guys that are really getting very cautious in here. And, and, and they're very concerned. And that's why, as an individual with your retirement and your IRA rollover and your savings, you should probably be a little more cautious. Look, this market could easily go up another 20%, and we could have a, a 1999 complete blow-off or a 29 blow-off. And either way it goes, the outcome is not going to be good. And... and the question is the the famous Chuck Prince line of you got to dance until the music stops. You know, well, the second part of that is then you have to find a chair to sit down on. And if all the chairs are taken up, then you lose your chair and you're out and you get your, your retirement wiped out. And and so it's really hard to sit there and, and catch that. <clears throat> and this is what you're doing. But you listen to these guys, the best in the business 
they're all getting cautious in here and and that's and, it, and it's hard to do and so they think they know something's coming down the pike what we think it's going to be is some type of currency crisis and 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 so what we've done is 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 for our clients we we've gone shorter term bonds uh short to medium although we tr- sometimes will trade around the longer bonds we we buy solid stocks we we purchased we're purchasing things that we think can do well in a currency crisis. We picked up some gold and silver, which is starting to move up. It, and it, it's tough to predict how the currency crisis is going to play out, but we think it's going to be there. And the reason why I think it's going to be a currency crisis, and I've talked about it on the show, is because when central banks controlled interest rates all over the world and have an ironhead control, where you have the Europeans having negative interest rates, the then the only thing they don't really have tremendous amount of control on is the currencies because the money will start pouring out and it's difficult to control this China. China had a huge problem with money pouring out of China. This is why real estate on the West Coast has been going up in, in Seattle, in L.A., in San Francisco, in uh, Vancouver, in Canada because Chinese are pouring out of China with their money trying to get away because they see Huge debt problems in China. They see a slowing economy. They see massively over-levered companies in severe financial trouble, and they're trying to get out of the way before it all blows up. And so the money's... Houston, Texas. I I drove in here today through... I took a shortcut through Tanglewood, and I noticed a Chinese couple sitting out in their house in Tanglewood. Now, they might work for a company here, or they just might have bought a house here just to protect themselves in case it all falls apart. And the way it usually works is they send little Johnny or little Mary over to to a Texas to a, a a U.S. college, and then of course they have to buy a house for them when they visit, and they buy a two three million dollar home, so they've gotten a chunk of money out of China, and, and so. That that's how these currency they're hard. It's hard to catch the cur- the the currency reserves in China have been dropping. They dropped from four point two four point three trillion down to about three trillion. Then they suddenly stopped. I think they're hiding the numbers now, but the, we don't know exactly how it's going to play out. But I tell you something interesting that is happening in in, in the currency markets today is the dollar starting to fall, and the dollar has been falling pretty much for the entire year through two thousand seventeen. And right now it's close to support. The dollar index is about 90, 93. It's got a lot of support at 92. We'll have to see where it goes. We want to watch that closely. A falling dollar helps some corporate profits. It's good for oil. It's very bullish for gold and silver. And and so we want to see how this is all going to play out. Is there going to be a problem there Uh is it going to play out in the United States? Is it going to play out? Probably the most two likely places. That, well, it actually could be three. You could see a breakup of the euro. You could see a collapse in China, or you could see some type of, of huge problems in the United States. And when one of those currency goes, it's going to destabilize the entire world. And that's what we're watching. And that's why we want to be a little more cautious with our money overall. Tell what, let's take a quick call from Charles here to 713-339-1070. Hello, Charles. Uh, hi, Ted. Uh, I had a question before I ask it. I just say you know, I, I kind of tuned in late, and I heard your comment about all the senators just ought to pack it in and resign. But uh, yeah. I think I think the fundamental problem with the country in general is I think it just needs to grow up. I think we got a very immature population, and including government officials and. I could just look back on my late parents. My 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 dad was born in the early 1900s, uh, 1900s, 
And I looked at the people they associated with, and even in their 40s, they had such a, a, a sense of maturity and responsibility about them that I just don't see. I mean, people here up until the ages of 70, I, 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 just, yeah. I, just, yeah. I just really think that, that there's too much expectation. There's an entitlement mentality. I think part of that, you know, I've, I've been a firm believer that, and, and you may tend to disagree among, among other people, but, you know, this business of uh, excluding people with paying taxes 15% or lower, I honestly think that everybody, as Mr. Obama says, ought to have skin in the game. Uh, I believe everybody should pay some form of tax. I think that this does nothing but contribute to part of this mentality of, you know, I, I, I'm entitled to this or whatever the case may be. Obviously, they're very, very low income. They could pay a very, very small nominal amount, but I think everybody has to be part of this process. And I think what's happened is, is over the decades, I think we've been excluding people and excluding people. And as you rightly said, you know, it's gotten to where the middle class and the upper middle class are really, you know, towing the weight here. And I think it's just, it can't, it, it's not sustainable. And I think that, uh, uh, but we, I think first we got to have people uh, grow up and basically be responsible for what it is. But here's here's my yeah, question. No, I what, I, what I wanted what I wanted to ask was, what is your opinion of you know? Obviously, Trump's had some pretty good ideas. Unfortunately, he's having to work with you know people that you know have a different uh, thoughts. But what's your thoughts on Dodd Frank? Do you see any elements of that being passed at all? Uh, yeah, look, I think you re- you re- repealed. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, I think they're going to do that. Uh, I, I think uh, Trump is doing everything he can. I think they put through some bills in in uh, to try to get it done, and I think they're going to continue to do that. Uh, I, I'm kind of bullish over the banks over the long term because I think there's going to be deregulation, and I think there's there's a lot of of really cost cutting they can do. But but th- I think when you're doing regulation. You want to make it as easy as possible for the for the middle class, upper middle class, and small and medium sized businesses to get loans from banks. And 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 I've heard some some stories from people, the bankers. You know, uh, the, the, they mentioned that the regulators are all over them, and they and they're telling people, look, we can't get you the loan. Well, you've done it in the past. Well, these regulators are all over us on this type of stuff. And, and that type of th- most jobs. Don't come from the big corporations. If you're at the edge of technology, like a Google or Apple, you're creating jobs. If you're not at the edge, if you're, and you're a major company, you tend to be cutting jobs. Most jobs in this created are, a job in the country are created by small and, and medium-sized companies. Those people we need to get the lending to. The small bankers are having a very hard time, and they're usually the guys that deal with the smaller companies getting uh, getting stuff because of the regulation. I've talked to Congressman Hensling on the Financial Services Committee on this. I think they're going to get something done later this year. They've already done some stuff, and they're going to continue to improve it. Yeah, I, I guess the only problem here is, again, that Chuck Schumer's group has to has to come on board, and that's where the problem typically is. These people that, you know, they were part of the auth. Well, basically, they were there when all of this stuff was, was initiated. I think they got to dig in their heels just like everything else, and I just think it's, you know, the Republicans can't do it alone, and the problem is, is to try to get these people on board, especially when they were the originators of a lot of this type of legislation that's been pretty pretty bad over the last eight years. Uh, that's really where the problem is, and and I don't know how it's going to happen per se, but you know if those people stay in there, and then all we're doing is changing out Republicans, 
I mean, we're still going to be stuck with this stuff. I, I just don't see any 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 real positive change coming, yeah, coming yeah. out of a lot of this. No, I agree. Uh, and thanks for the call, Charles. I tell you, right. I've got to take a quick break. I'm going to expand upon that a little bit after the break. Uh, if By the way, if you haven't gone to our website, signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, or you can sit down with me and we'll go over your retirement, uh, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. The report is free, and uh, we'll be happy to put you on the list. We talk a lot about this in the Max Out Savings Report. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics schydraulics.com We return now to the Max Out Saving Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. If you haven't gone to the website, go sign up for the free report. It's the Max Out Savings Report. It comes out once a month, and we have a lot of good stuff on it. It's a private list, and it doesn't go to anyone else, so we don't send you anything except the report. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen it. I think one time we had a seminar, we sent out a thing to the people. That was it. Yeah, we, and uh, really, uh, we uh, we got a lot of put a lot of great, interesting things in the report, helping you save money and invest for retirement. Uh, MaxOutSavings dot com. You can also give us a call seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The uh, had an interesting call from Charles. Look, I think the problem is it's very frustrating, and his point is people don't want to seem to get anything done. Uh, 
and and I think you know really the populace needs to understand we're gonna everyone's gonna have to make sacrifices. A couple thoughts going forward. Uh, I I look I think the market the Fed has been so dovish in here that they've kind of pushed up prices to ridiculous valuations. And no one really, really wants to change anything. I think as you're coming into the fall, I think the market's going to be under huge pressure. Uh, we already saw some number that the, the earnings numbers came out reasonably well, but about half of them reported beat the earnings and they sold off, and that's not a good sign. The tech sector, Google sold off. Uh, they, they, you know, they they had uh, their cost for clicks to to get the business is really going up, and they they're not getting. When it comes to mobile, they're having to pay more for mobile. I, I think their margins on desktops are around eighty percent, and and it's about sixty five percent or so on uh, uh, on mobile, which they don't their profit margins on the on the uh, the uh, advertising, and, and so sixty seven percent on mobile, and that caused the stock to sell off twenty five thirty points. Uh, Amazon came in. Uh, Amazon. Again, it's another one. Their expenses are going up. They missed on the profits, uh, and 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 that you know Amazon's at 115 times earnings. That company sold off. So you've got your fangs, which is your Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, and uh, Amazon, uh, and uh, the a couple. Facebook reported good earnings, but I think these are very expensive stocks. Uh, Google had a good chunk of their fortune of their earnings wiped out by uh by the European uh ECB with with some of the fines and, and all these companies around the world are kind of getting wise to these companies and 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 so there there there's a bigger danger in the future they could be get pit with big fines which could hurt their profits or extremely high prices I said Amazon 115 times earnings uh so I think the stuff looks like it's starting to roll over. The, the the transports, which is often a leading indicator, has really sold off pretty dramatically in here. Uh, and and I think, uh, looking at this, if we seem to be having some type of economic soda, if the market starts selling off in here, that's going to put a lot of pressure on Congress to get something done. And and I, I think that's the one thing that they've been kind of able to escape. It's like, well, the market's at new highs. Who cares? In the past... There'd be a sell-off. There'd be an economic slowdown. It puts a lot of pressure on these guys to do something. If I'm the Republicans, I know if I don't pass some of this stuff and I go into 2018, I'm going to lose the Senate and maybe the House of Representatives. So and the Democrats know, hey, if I can, if we can keep these guys from passing anything, we can possibly recapture uh, the, 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 the House and the Senate like the Republicans did. Well, I, I, the, the, at the, the at the midterms in Obama's first term, so they're going to try to do something. And the Republicans know they have to get something. So if I'm then them, I'm going to try to get a a tax cut for the middle class, tax oh, a tax overhaul. They're starting to be it used to be two things: tax overhaul, including the tax cuts. We might not get the overhaul. They need to get tax cuts for corporations, and they need to get some type of infrastructure package through to start boosting the economy up into 2018. It doesn't do them any good if the stock market rolls up, has a great year in 2018, the economy rolls over in, into 2000, at the end of the 2017, the market rolls over in 2018, the economy rolls over, and they all get thrown out of office. And and we, we know in order to get the four 
4%, 4.5% GDP growth, which has happened oftentimes throughout the last 200 and something years of the United States. This has been the longest running stretch of 2%, sub 2% growth rate or 2, 2.5% growth rate since Obama has been in. That's the longest time in the history of the United States of America. So we need, we know we're undergrowing. So they have to get that up. So look for something to happen in the fall. Look for a lot of fireworks to happen. Look for the debt ceiling to happen. People, people are very nervous coming into the fall. Uh, they all think it's going to sell off. I, I think it's either going to happen before or after. I, I, I'm leaning toward before. I think you've got to be very cautious in here. And so this is something we're going to have to watch closely to see what happens. Now, one thing I wanted to touch base on is today is, and I meant to do it earlier, but the ret- ret- workers, people are working longer in life. And uh, they, they actually did a study, and, and in the study, one of the biggest regrets retirees had was not working longer, strangely enough, you know, for uh, uh, and they're talking about biggest regrets about retirement, and it was not working longer. It, there was a study done that they found that people work, at ne- instead of retiring at 65, they worked an extra year or so. They kept kept working. They had 11% lower risk of death. Now, you'll say, well, Ted, that's skewing because healthier people can work longer, so there's kind of a bias. Well, they also separated people into healthy and unhealthy. And unhealthy people that continued to work had a 9% lower risk of death, which is a pretty good deal. So they got to work. They made more. They had a lower risk of death, which is a good deal for them. And they made more money, which isn't a bad deal. But working longer, lifestyles have gone. People 40, 50 years ago, at 70, 72, they'd be gone. People are living to 80s, 90s, and 100 now. And so you, you're going to want to work longer. And there's a couple things for working. You're going to have a healthier lifestyle. You tend to have social connectivity, which means working and getting to see your your friends and people, your colleagues. That creates more social connectivity for retirees. The studies have also shown you're mentally sharper and people tend to enjoy it. And the other thing is, it this extends your retirement benefits. So there's a lot of real advantages to working longer. And understand, if you're going to live to 95 years old, that's 30 years of retirement. And so if you can work longer, it's going to extend your retirement benefits, but you're probably going to enjoy life and live longer as well. And so that's something, there's a real trend out there to to live it to working longer in this country with the longer lifespans the high, higher quality of health uh really uh and also l- lower uh with the lower interest rates put in by the Federal Reserve it's causing people to have to work longer but the research says it's good for you tell you what let's take a quick call from Tom hello good Tom good morning Ted how are you doing I'm fine how are you good good you had a question um, for us yeah, I wanted to follow up some of your comments. You've made some comments in past shows also about retail, and uh, um, I'm, like everybody else, concerned about the market being sky high. But, you know, obviously retail, you know, is, is down quite a bit, maybe exactly the opposite, uh, yeah. for the reasons you already talked about. Um, I guess I wonder if there might be some opportunities. To me, in, in retail, you know, some of these companies are clearly not going to survive, but there's some pretty strong companies out there and you know in different sector or different parts of retail 
and I just wonder if there aren't some opportunities there with, uh, you know, the market tends to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and uh, uh, I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Are there maybe some opportunities in retail, or are you avoiding that whole area? Yeah, we've been avoiding the area for a couple of years now, and I tell you, we're starting to look in the sector. What we're trying to do is find companies that have something unique, a unique experience, uh, some something unique about them. Uh, so, yeah, give an example. Kohl's has their Kohl's cash, and, and, and people seem to like to shop at Kohl's. Uh, J.W. Nordstrom tends to get a real—my sister calls me up from Seattle announcing the big J.W. Norton, uh, Nordstrom sale here in town. Uh, th- those type of things. Walmart, Walmart, it, if they can bring products to you at such a cheap price, they're going to be a winner. And so that's what we're trying to look at. Things like Home Depot and Lowe's, they're going to eventually get hit by Amazon. I would stay away from those. They're expensive. Uh, but they I th- I think it's going to be the, 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 the shopper, the enjoyment of the shopping experience. Uh, I, I was at, uh, you know, I was at, uh, I noticed Walmart actually Lowe's recently, and I went through the law. I don't like doing those automated where I have to do all the checkouts. If, if no, I got I two or three... And so I'm like, why don't I go, so instead of Lowe's, I'll just, or Home Depot, I'll go over to Lowe's. It seems to have less of those type of things. So I think it's going to be all about the experience. So the valuations are getting very interesting. I don't think everything is going to come from Amazon, and so we're starting to look at those. Uh, but but the, and the other thing you got to look at is you got to look at the debt levels of the company, and, and, and there's a lot of hidden debt with the leases in those stores. And so that's what we're trying to wade through right now. So, yes, the answer is start looking in retail. Yeah, and I'm, like I say, I tend to be contrarian, and when things are down, I start looking for opportunities, and it, it sounds like you are too. So that's that's good to hear. Thanks. Okay, sure thing. Good question, Tom. Yeah, I mean, retail is one of the really sectors that are just really uh, in, in trouble here. They, I'm not completely convinced it's all Amazon. I think there's a real slowdown. And i tell you one of the things, I think – I think the immigrant community has been really spooked by Donald Trump, and they don't go out as much or spend as much because they're not sure if they're going to get deported or what's going to happen. And I, I think as things go on, and I think once they realize that that the Trump administration isn't out to deport everybody but just really wants to shut down the borders, I, I, I think that's going to start improving some. And this is something we're just going to have to watch more closely. See, uh, the... But overall, that's been really probably the, the the worst. You know, there's a number of sectors this year. Uh, the uh, autos haven't done that well. The uh, retail's been a complete disaster. Oil and gas just has been really tough. Uh, uh, the uh, telephones, th- those things ran up a little this week. Again, really tough. There's a number of, of sectors in this market that are uh, not done well. Transports in the last two or three weeks have had just a really tough time. We're really starting to see some cracks in the market. So we'll watch and see. Gold, gold's having a big move in the last couple of weeks due to this falling dollar. And it, this is something we want to watch. We're doing a lot of work on the falling dollar. I think one of the big trend, the things to really watch is going to be the falling dollar. Now, uh, one other thing I wanted, we're talking about working past, just to touch base real quickly, working past in longer, this is a big trend out there. Remember, if you're still working at the company, you if if you if you're still working, if you have the four hundred k, you don't have to take your required minimum distributions out. But if you're past seventy and a half, 
remember, it's important to, and you leave the company, you retire at, say, you're 72, you leave the company. Remember to take out your RMD from the company 401k before you do your IRA rollover. That's what the rules say that they, the IRS wants you to do, and you have to be a little cautious with that overall. But if you're working past 70 and a half, you do not have to take required minimum distributions from your 401k. Now, if you have an IRA, you have to start taking the required minimum distributions at 70 and a half. That's one key thing. This is a trend I think is going to continue to expand going forward. People are going to work longer. And I want you to understand, a lot of people working, we, we've we had clients had 2 or $3 million in their plans, weren't taking a dime out in uh, except in complaining about the RMDs, and they were working part-time jobs at companies just to, for something to do, and they loved working. So this is a big trend going forward as people are planning on working longer. Also, you extend your Social Security benefits. Every year you delay, your Social Security goes up 8%. But one thing worth working longer after uh, past retirement, find something you like doing. You don't need to have a full as much of the salary then as maybe you can take social security but find something you like doing. If you know if there, if you don't like your job at the company but there's something else you'd like to do it's a little simpler or not as stressful, maybe a little lower paid. They're happy to have people that that want to work that know the company and stuff. Look at moving over, transferring over. Understand this is a big trend for retirement. Tell you what, we're coming up at the end of the show. If you haven't uh, gone to the website, go to our website now. You can see you can sign up for the free report if you need help with retirement if you're leaving the company switching jobs have an ira rollover you need help managing check us out at maxoutsavings.com we'll see you next week right here on the max out savings show and remember our motto it's to save aggressively invest conservatively that's the key to building up wealth over the long term This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.